All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the hashtag new you with Denise Robbins podcast. It is my privilege and my pleasure to have one of my favorite people on today. And that is Elisa Cochran. Hey, Elisa. Hi, Denise. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, you're so welcome. So, Elisa and I are going to have um, a series of conversations about a topic that I really feel is important, and that's uh, the topic of self-confidence, okay? And we are titling this series, How to Create Unshakable Self-Confidence, okay? So this conversation is kind of like a little dipping our, getting our feet wet a little bit. (laughs) we talk about like this topic um and what I would really want to start with is what we're not going to do here um is just tell you to be more confident or you know we're not going to just give you like you know some positive affirmations to say not that that doesn't help I just really believe like it's a little bit more just some more things to kind of look at as you're building and creating self-confidence. So anything you want to kind of say to that or share from your own personal experience, Elisa, and kind of your journey of building self-confidence and what you've tried to do in the past? Well, I think you're right on with um, just telling you to have self-confidence doesn't work. And I, you know, I've done the, I've done a lot of things to try to build my self-confidence and, um, nothing really clicked until I started, uh, digging deeper into the reason why I didn't have self-confidence and, um, just learning more about the brain and how my brain works. And, um, as I've explained before on other platforms, like I once, had a journal for 40 days and every day I wrote 40 affirmations about myself and it was a good first step, but it just wasn't enough because yeah. um, it was kind of like a roller coaster ride on, uh, I'll just call it the roller coaster of confidence. I would go up and down and up and down and up and down. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. And, and it's, it takes work, but I'm here and, and I'm confident. I'm not saying that I'm a completed work, but um, yeah, yeah. I'm a lot more confident than I was three years ago when I started on this journey. So that's awesome. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> for my, I'm just going to say a few words about for my journey. I actually wasn't as proactive as you. My journey was a little bit different in that I just kept trying to like put the smile on. And I just kept thinking, well, if I just, you know, there's an expression called fake it till you make it. Yes. I just kept trying to fake it. Till you made it. (laughs) Deep down, I was going to like all of a sudden just experience a transformation. That's how it was for me. And um, deep down, I felt like there was more like. I know I can be confident and, and really live a life that I, I kind of envisioned, but I didn't know how to get there. 
Yes. And my kind of reaction to life was very, um, like a lot of avoidance. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't really proactive. (laughs) (laughs) But somehow, I don't know how it's going to work out. (laughs) So I just find it interesting, right? We all have very different kind of responses to the very same issue. Yes. You know? Yes. So I think that's something, uh, you know, to really just make a note of. And for you that are listening to this podcast series, uh, session, I really invite you to look for yourself. You know, how, how, what, how is your self-confidence, you know, and how does it, your lack of confidence, if that is you, how does it show up for you? What does it look like? You know, for me, it was avoidance and just kind of trying to do my best. And for Elisa, it was like, she was going to fix it, you know, and and I've talked to you. So I know you've been very intentional. You've done things to really improve yourself, you know? So I think for me, by the time I was 30, I was just like, I'm miserable. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't keep faking it because I've been faking it for a long time. (laughs) Well, I just wanted to say, I just want to say that I was even a later bloomer because I'm a little bit older than you, and mm-hmm. um, um, I'll just preface it, that by saying I have more grandchildren than you do, so I yeah. must be older. <laughs> and um, so I was kind of a late bloomer as far as really knowing who I am and whose I am, mm-hmm. and um, you know that's that's really what confidence is about is knowing who you are and who you are. And um, so I just want to give people out there, older women, older men who may be listening to this podcast that, you know, you're never too old to change. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, it, it was a long road because a lot of people would see that I was, um, somehow my lack of self-confidence, um, came out as being, unhappy Mm. and not quite um, reaching that pinnacle of joy that a lot of people Mm -hmm. have, you know, those people that are always joyful and happy and happy go lucky. Well, that was never me. And um, so a lot of people would just say, well, you, you need to get happy. You need to have some joy in your life. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I was like, well, obviously I do, but how do I do that? And, no one in my circle, whether it was family, friends, colleagues at work, really, they would tell me things, but they wouldn't give me the tools to actually yeah. be able to um, change my life. And so uh, when I met yeah. you, that was the start of my journey with life coaching and, um, and, and just turning my life around and, uh, Now I I do have joy and I am happy, but you know, I'm not a completed work yet, but I'm a lot better than I was (laughs) (laughs) three years ago. So I think there's something really awesome about seeing someone kind of mid journey, you know? Yes. For me, I've been really building self-confidence for about 20 years. Mm -hmm. So, and pretty much I'm really confident and you know, I don't have to say it. I just know it, you know, now I will say this other thing because sometimes there's this idea of perfection. Like I've achieved 
like I've gotten to that place, you know, whatever right. that looks like. Right. But I will say what I have personally experienced in my journey is any time that I really create a bigger uh, future, like I'm, I put like a really big dream out in the world. There's another like opportunity for my expansion and my self-confidence. Absolutely. Cause it's like, I'm pushing myself <laughs> past the current capacity that I've built for my self-confidence. So it's like, yes, you know, it's never really done. No, if, it's not. And when, mm-hmm. when I think of those situations where you're taking a step out in faith, you're, you're creating a new business, you're, you know, even creating a new podcast, you're writing a book, um, you're taking a risk. Um, what the vision that comes to my mind is that you're breaking out of the box that you have mm-hmm. created for yourself or allowed others to create for yourself. And, and like you said, you're expanding into a new area. So you need a bigger box. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, totally. And I would say that, um, I think that's something really important to kind of just make a note of for those of you that are listening. It's like, it's never done. You just keep expanding yep. and expanding. And that's the journey. It's a uh, just continual expansion, continual growth. And uh, for me, it's just gives me like a lot of uh, peace in a way like, Oh, I'm, I'm not going to be perfect and I don't have mm-hmm. to reach for that. I can just uh, keep in mind that I'm about to grow again. You know, yes. the, I can say too, like the one thing that keeps me anchored in when I'm about to really put myself into a purposeful state of expansion, like following a big dream is remembering whose I am, which you mentioned a bit yes. ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I'm a child of God, you know, the creator of the universe created me and he creates masterpieces. Yes. You know, like now, if you told me 20 years ago, you're a masterpiece, I would have been like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I would have been like hoping I could believe that I was one, you know? Yeah. But now, like, I really do. Like, that is my truth. Like, I'm a, I call myself a brilliant masterpiece, right? Um, And so, you know, I think like when I'm putting myself into another level of expansion, the common, the glue is the creator of the universe made me God and he made me to be a masterpiece and inside of the beauty that I am, the intelligence, the brilliance that I am, I'm about to expand. And that always keeps me like in a state of peace. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And I think that, um, For me, I heard that for years, you know, since I was saved and became a believer in the, in the early nineties, um, that I was all these things. People would tell me that they would show me that in scripture, but it really never sunk down into my heart that those things were true about me because I always felt like I wasn't good enough. I had to be perfect. Yeah. Um, I had to perform works that would show God that, okay, are you calling me that I'm a brilliant mastermind? Um, mm-hmm. uh, as your word says, you know, that I'm wonderfully made and that you made me, created me, but what do I have to do to show you to live up to that? 
to that um Oh, that's good. You know, yeah. that name plaque that or that title that's under my name and, and having and written in your book. You know, what yeah. do I have to do? And I struggled with that for years. Um, yeah. And then, you know, that struggle uh, caused me to sink deeper into uh, lower self-esteem, you know, non-existent self-confidence. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you mentioned perfectionism and I struggled for years and years and years till I was in my um, actually late 40s with perfectionism. And, um, I mean, you know, now I know that I'm I'm imperfectly perfect um, because (laughs) of who created me and whose I am. Um, And, you know, I like... I like to use the example of an onion um, Mm -hmm. that God just keeps peeling back these layers of who I am in him, but also peeling back the layers so that I can really see who he is and, um, you know, just how wonderful he is. And, and uh, so that, I love it. That has helped me in my journey to, to just remind myself that, oh, this is another layer that I'm learning about myself and I'm learning about my creator. And that's awesome. The result of that is that I can love more deeply, mm. you know, my kids, my grandkids, my husband, my, my yeah. mother, um, you know, my aunts, my uncles, my father's yeah. deceased, but um, yeah. so it helps me love more and, and, change more um mm. for the better so there's two things you said that I just want to point out because they're so powerful you know you said what what do I need to do mm-hmm. you know and one I think that's a very common way that we approach life it's like what do I need to do to be a master masterpiece or a mastermind or brilliant Yes. Like, what do I need to do to achieve that result? And one of the biggest transformations, I mean, I've had a lot, but one of the biggest ones I personally had was when I really got like awakened to that. Mm-hmm. I don't need to do anything. Right. I am brilliant and I'm a masterpiece now. And that completely revolutionized, I'm making up a word, (laughs) revolutionized my life. Like my whole life was about doing. Yes. If I just do this other thing, if I do that other thing, I'm going to get there. And I'll never forget, I was driving on the road. I don't remember where I was going, but I had this epiphany one day where I realized, you mean... I don't have to do anything like God loves me and I'm complete in him mm-hmm. without doing anything. <laughs> and I'll never forget the moment. I will. I remember how it felt. I felt disappointed, like deflated because <laughs> you have to get my whole life was built around if I just do this next thing, I'm going to get there. Yes. And right on the other side of that was this immense feeling of relief. Yes. Like, oh my 
God, because I just can't keep up with that. It's like so consuming, you know? Well, I (laughs) I think the enemy, the enemy traps us in our for perfection and our striving um, to prove ourselves. And we're trapped in our the striving to do good works. And um, just what you said, I think we can listen to all the sermons and all the inspirational speakers, whether they're secular or uh, Christian, and they can tell us all these things about who we are, but no one ever tells us what the tools are that we need. I like to think that we have a toolbox of, of tools that we use, um, different uh, brain training tools that we use Mm -hmm. to really change our thinking. No one ever explained that to me until I found Venice Robbins life coach (laughs) who, um, you know, has done the work, um, has trained herself, has learned, you know, about neuroplasticity of the brain and brain training and, simplified those tools so that the average the average homemaker like myself the average mom grandma like myself uh, can access and utilize those tools to change my thinking and and improve my self-confidence and know who I am yeah and um, so I think that that is a way that the enemy uses to still kill this beautiful creation snowflake calling we all have a unique purpose and um you know the enemy really does a number on us (laughs) to keep us oppressed and if we're oppressed then we cannot we cannot soar and we cannot truly know how much god loves us and how much um you know, how we are created and who we are. I totally, totally agree with that. I mean, I've experienced that myself. Mm -hmm. I think this actually would be a great ending to today's session. Okay. Today's episode, because I'm going to leave you with two things. Okay. For those who are listening, number one, what we are really committed to is that at the end of this episode or this series that you've actually experienced a breakthrough for yourself in the area of your personal self-confidence. Elisa talked about tools. And so we're going to teach you some tools. So if you have identified or connected, like resonated with this conversation in any way, please tune in for the next episode. The last thing I'll say is what I'm really committed to is that you be awakened to who you are. And so many times we approach things like um, knowing or understanding or learning. And that is very helpful. But the, where the real difference is made is in becoming awakened to, to a principle or to a, yeah, to a principle. So that's what I'm committed to. I know that's what Elisa's committed to. <laughs> and I'm really looking forward to our next conversation. I had such a great time today, Elisa. Thanks, Venice. I had a wonderful time. All right. Until then. Now, I have to give you an invitation to the hashtag new you with Venice Robbins Facebook group. 
please go to Facebook and search for hashtag new you. Uh, there will be a link in the description of this podcast and join us. It's a, it's a place where you can experience what it is that we're talking about. It's a free closed group and it's really here to serve you in your journey of personal growth. So until then, goodbye, Elisa. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone.